0: You're listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast, sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you. In this series, we wanna focus on veterans who may be experiencing chronic pain. When we think of pain, we often feel the inflammation happening within our bodies and the impacts to our mental health. Nutrition and pain is a hot topic in our office. So join us as we talk about certain foods that can protect us and help with pain management by building your own anti-inflammatory plate. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Focus. I'm Beth, your host today. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist here at the Marion VA. The month of September has been declared Pain Awareness Month. And I actually read that it was established as Pain Awareness Month in 2001, so 20 years now. Pain Awareness Month is noted to be a time when various organizations work to raise public awareness of issues in the area of pain and pain management. So we thought it would be a perfect time to start discussions on the pain and nutrition connection. Healthy food choices can improve your overall health, help achieve a healthy weight, give you more energy, and help reduce pain. Food is information to your body, and certain foods can increase inflammation and worsen chronic pain. And we as dietitians want to be able to assist you and want to make sure, for those of you out there listening, have information to aid in your pain management. So that is why I'm sitting here today with Judy. So thank you so much for being on here today. I really appreciate your time. So tell our listeners a little about yourself and your position, and maybe how long have you been at the VA? Well, thank you very much for
1: having me. I have worked as an RN for 36 years. I received my BSN from SIU Edwardsville. I have spent 24 years at SIH and my 12 years here at the VA. My positions at the VA predominantly were in the pain clinic, and currently I am working in outpatient orthopedic.
0: All right, awesome. And I've heard you talk about the pain clinic, and we have um, what we call a pain boot camp here in Marion. Um, So what all does that entail?
1: The pain boot camp,
0: also known as the pain workshop,
1: is an interdisciplinary team that teaches veterans what pain is and how they can manage it and live a fulfilled life with joy and satisfaction, despite having pain. The goal to teach what pain is and how it's managed seems like a simple concept. But for patients with chronic pain, and even for providers who are managing patients with chronic pain, it's not simple. It really is complicated. Pain affects the mind, the outlook, our relationships, our work, our finances, our physical abilities, everything. In the pain workshop, we start off recognizing that pain is real. It's not made up. With the diagnosis or without a diagnosis, pain exists. It's real. The pain workshop is held every month, the third and fourth Thursday from 8 a.m. to noon. It's currently done using the BBC format. Our goal is to return offering it again face-to-face as soon as we can. We have a strong interdisciplinary team. Most of the team has been a part of the workshop since its inception. That was in 2013. We have a pain pharmacist. We have a physical therapist. We have an addiction specialist. We have nutrition, dietary. We have a nurse case manager. We have both rehab. We have whole health. We have a pain social worker. Each team member educates patients on pain management techniques from their specialty area. The pain workshop is unique. It brings all of these specialists and their knowledge to the veteran in a formal setting that allows them to learn and ask questions about pain, the chronic condition that they have lived with for a long time. If a veteran expresses a desire to learn more about any of the information presented in the workshop, we assist them, we alert their primary care for necessary consults, such as physical therapy, behavior medicine, chiropractic, acupuncture. We also provide the veterans a written list of the VA resources available to them with contact names, contact phone numbers, such as the MOVE program whole health, Tai Chi, mindfulness, nutrition.
0: I love that. I just love this, this whole team approach. Absolutely. So, so what are some differences between successful pain management and poor pain management?
1: Successful pain management begins with the relationship between the provider and the patient. It's based on respect, trust, listening, compromise. Successful pain management involves setting identified goals and a treatment plan that's agreed upon by the patient and the provider. Successful pain management looks is a patient who takes medicines responsibly, if they're on medicines. If they're managing successfully, they expect and they achieve some reduction in their pain, but they're not expecting complete pain relief. They have achieved improved independence, function. They may have improved their physical endurance, their activity tolerance. Patients who are managing successfully have really conquered how to self-manage their pain. They're able to cope better on bad days, and therefore they rate their health pretty high. And they have a they don't use the healthcare care resources as much as someone who's not managing successfully. If a patient's not managing well, they will report high levels of pain continually. They may rely on only one way to manage their pain, and it may be medications. They overall will self-rate their health very poor. They have more visits, more phone calls to the healthcare. care system.
0: I've heard you mention the concept of pain gate theory before. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit or tell us more about that?
1: Sure. Physical pain is transmitted to the brain by stimulated nerves. When this happens, the pain gate is open, pain is experienced. The pain gate can be closed by non-pain input. Input from physical influences, such as activity, heat, and stretching, input from cognitive influences such as distraction, positive thinking, capturing and changing our negative thoughts, input from our emotions if we're able to reduce our stress, increase our optimism, use mindfulness. These can stimulate the nerves that close the pain gate. The concept is chronic pain is multifaceted. It can be modified and managed by using multifaceted approaches, employing physical, cognitive, emotional health interventions. For our pain patients, understanding this is empowering. It's necessary to manage pain successfully. This is what we try to teach in our workshop. Each presenter incorporates the pain gate theory in their talk. An example of not using the pain gate, a veteran who says, my back hurt when I went to bed, it hurts when I got up, I can't do anything. I'm canceling my plans, I'm going back to bed. Just as predicted, this is gonna be a horrible day. Now here's a veteran who's using elements of the pain gate theory. My back hurts and I haven't even got out of bed. I'm going to try some stretches. He's employing a physical modality. I had plans to go out for lunch. I don't want to miss this. He's employing optimism. I have had bad days like this before. I was able to get through it. He's employing positive thinking. If I don't feel better after stretching, I will see if my friend will pick up lunch to go and come over. He isn't giving up. His life is not becoming isolated.
0: I love those examples, thank you. So what is the different approaches to managing acute and chronic pain?
1: Acute pain is a pain that has lasted between three and six months. It is best managed under the biomedical model. The medical model approach consists of treating pains with medical interventions, such as medications, medical procedures, surgery, seeing specialists. Acute pain usually is a result of an injury or a strain. It's usually quick and easy to diagnose and treat. The nervous system turns on an alarm to alert our body of an injury of pain. Once this injury heals, the nervous system goes back to normal that fire alarm is turned off. Chronic pain is a pain that lasts six months or longer. It's best managed under the biopsychosocial model. The biopsychosocial model emphasizes patient involvement, managing their chronic pain, their chronic illness. It effectively uses self-management, setting goals, action planning, problem-solving, and very much follow-up. Chronic pain persists beyond the normal healing time of an acute injury. It is often resistant to repeated medical treatments, and the nervous system stays in a persistent state of activity. In this situation, that fire alarm doesn't turn off. This overreactive nervous system leads to a vicious pain cycle, leading to anxiety, poor sleep, fatigue, depression. In the pain workshop, we teach veterans how to break this vicious pain cycle. Every patient starts out being managed under the medical model, and hopefully a treatment resolves their pain. But when a diagnosis or a successful treatment isn't found, pain continues. If patients don't get any relief, they may change doctors out of frustration and repeat the same treatment over, hoping it will work this time. The treatment approaches eventually change to the biopsychosocial model. When this happens, it's not always explained to the patient. The patient may hear, there is nothing I can do for you. In the pain workshop, we discuss these different approaches. We ask the patients, where do you see yourself? Are you in the medical model? Or are you in the biopsychosocial model?
0: So in the pain boot camp, I know you guys um, set SMART goals. So how, how would you help a veteran set one of their SMART goals? Do you have any examples?
1: Here's the common SMART goal that many patients identify to work on. They want to improve their physical condition through physical exercise. So in this scenario, we ask the patient, what are the benefits of improving their physical condition? We want to know why they do this. Patient may respond, I would like to walk to the mailbox and get my mail. I miss this, it gets me outside, I feel independent. Once we identify the benefits, we find out what their physical activity is now. This allows us to set specific, measurable, action-oriented, and realistic goals that are trackable. This was an actual true patient and an example that um, he chose. The veteran states that after walking two minutes, he needs to sit down, he needs to rest. He estimates it would take him four minutes to walk to his mailbox and back to the house. He agrees to this goal. I will walk to my house, I will walk in my house at least three times a day for two minutes. At two weeks, I will increase my walking to three minutes in the house three times a day. At four weeks, I will increase my walking to four minutes in the house, three times a day. At six weeks, I will walk to my mailbox. I will place a chair halfway to the mailbox to sit and rest if I need to.
0: Oh, I I love that. I mean, we use SMART goals a lot uh, talking with our veterans, too, because they can really its specific, like you said, measurable, um, action-oriented, realistic, trackable, or time-based. They can really see a difference in that, too. Um, Such great information for all of our veterans and listeners. Thank you so much for being on here, and thank you for um, all you do for our veterans. Uh, Please reach out to your primary care provider for information in your area for pain management resources. Remember, you can always contact your local VA dietitian for tips on planning your very own anti-inflammatory plate to help reduce inflammation. Thank you to everyone listening. Stay tuned for more episodes in this nutrition and pain series. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, rate the series, and leave a review.